Hey everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you from Dallas Trading Floor. I hope everyone is uh, is good today. It's um, it is a Thursday, I believe, <laughs> and uh, we're on here on Dallas Trading Floor. Um, the market seems to have been, you know, it seems to be moving very nicely today, uh, up quite a bit. Um, you know, from where, um, you know, where we were yesterday, Tesla is over eight hundred, which is just absolutely phenomenal <laughs> uh, to, uh, so let's for without further ado let's kind of get into these slides and I want to first start with the market direction here um, the market is in a confirmed uptrend uh, and you know that uh, you know we're still we're still in a confirmed uptrend the, the Dow is making a new high so uh, you know it seems like uh, you know we seem to be uh, the, seem to be the coast is clear at least for right now so um, that is kind of kind of what's going on here, up 2.37 percent. You know, some of the EV stocks have made uh, some highs, and um, you know, Tesla definitely. And I'm going to be talking about that has made uh, you know made an all-time high, which um, you know may you know may give us another bite at the apple. Uh, you know, possibly another buy point. So, just kind of want to go over that with everyone. So, I want to start with the Nasdaq. Um, you know, basically, here we go with the Nasdaq. It's uh, you know, it's up strongly today, 2.39%. Now, of course, this is uh, you know, this is this is a broad index. So, but all the index seem, seem to be up today. I mean, both the Nasdaq is up, as well as um, uh, it, as as well as the um, as the S and P. The S and P is is up. When this slide was taken, it was uh, you know, it was definitely up. On the day, and that is uh, indeed very, very bullish. Uh, up 55.33, um, you know, right at about the 3,800 level um, for the S&P um, S&P Composite. So that indeed is a very good thing as well. And um, last but not least, I want to show you the Dow, and uh, this is the real, you know, this this is the real this is the real key key one here. It's. Uh, you know, 3,100. I mean, the fact that it's 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 this high is just uh, is just amazing. I mean, you know, who knows what's going to happen? But the key level, of course, is 30,000. As you can see, we we pulled back, um, you know, uh, last week. But you know, we've just steadily made new highs. So we're we're moving up on the Dow as well. So um, it's very it kind of interesting. We do. I think there is a bit of a rotation right now out of some of the tech stocks so we've got to be kind of careful with those the Microsofts and the Apples I'm sold out of Apple um, into some of the uh, other stocks and I kind of want to talk to you a little bit uh, a little bit about that uh, today but um, you know but overall it looks pretty good here's the my chart of Tesla just want to kind of give you uh, a look on that uh, we've pushed past the resistance level which I estimated at about 745 and, and it's just it's just moved right up. When this slide was taken, it was at 80, uh, 8.08, and of course uh, it was um, it, it was Morgan Stanley that uh, last week made the recommendation that they they were looking at a target price of 8.10. So hopefully uh, you you are in it. I've been uh, I've been uh, adding to my positions here uh, going into this, and uh, I will be setting the stop loss up probably pretty pretty significantly, probably at about. Uh, you know, depending on how it closes tonight, probably at about seven, um, seven seventy-five area is probably where I'm going to set my stop loss on uh, Tesla because uh, you know it looks like it's uh, you know it's once again moving uh, moving stronger. I have another interesting one for you uh, that you might be interested in. This one, this is uh, this is a company that I just kind of want to put on you know on the, on the radar for people. Uh, I haven't bought it yet. I'm trying to. Uh, to basically do something with this one uh, with a buy stop limit order and uh, you know the way that works of course is that with the buy stop limit order uh, you buy it as it's moving higher and this is a interesting company here it's a hundred percent rated in terms of the um, in terms of, in terms of the um, the O'Neill ratings uh, it's called Jeffrey's financial group JEF it's a it's a basically an investment bank uh, and, and again, it's one of the areas that I'm trying to move out of some of the some of the heavy tech into something that's a little bit more real economy. And I do think that as the economy opens up, this may this this may be 
maybe one that does really well. I'm, I'm currently have a buy stop limit order in at 26.50. So if it moves above that, that's where I'll buy it. I'll actually buy it as it's moving higher. Um, currently, it's you know 43% held by funds. It's uh, projecting next year to move um, you know move very decisively in terms of its profits and prices. So uh, this one you might want to put on your watch list. It's symbol J E F. Uh, I want to give you also uh, sort of a, a look at what I'm doing in terms of my holdings. I've trimmed my number of holdings uh, to basically, hopefully, the mostly winners. Uh, that's what I'm looking, obviously, to do. And, uh, you know, what I've got, of course, is I, uh, I uh, uh, did buy another position today in Blink Charging. Uh, it is making all-time highs. It's currently at about $44.99, up about $3.62. What I did today is I bought 100 more shares, uh, and then I sold a uh, 50 uh, um, a, a, a January 29th 50 call option, which paid about $5.05. Um, I did put together a small little, um, pro, uh, earlier today, I did come out with a little 10 minute, a little four minute video on, um, on YouTube on this, uh, on this, on this very, um, you know, on, on this very subject. And that was uh, at uh, youtube.com slash Dallas Training Floor. And this, it's called Stocks in 60. Uh, and then uh, this one uh, on Blink Charging. So you might want to take a look at that one as well. I'm in Progeny. This is an interesting in vitro fertilization company. It's up today. Uh, of course, we've had just tremendous grains on the GBTC. This is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. Basically, the GBTC has uh, been... Uh, it, it holds 4% of the world's Bitcoin. Of course, Bitcoin is also moving up very, very powerfully uh, today. Of course, we're talking about Tesla. When this was taken, it was 804. And then, of course, the slide I showed you before was 809. So it's above that key $800 level. Today, tonight, I'm probably going to be setting my stop losses up at about 775. That's where I'm going to be putting them. Also, uh, as you know, I, I moved into FCX, which is Freeport Mac brand. This is a very gold, large gold mining stock, and uh, it's it's up as well, um, and it's up about seventy nine cents. But it's it's three dollar stock, so that's about two point six percent on that. So uh, overall, uh, that's kind of where I have been moving my moving my um, my, uh, my my stocks around. So let's get into the questions, and let's go to. YouTube, thanks for waiting. And that's the first question. Hey, um, <laughs> CNQ, a goodbye. Well, let's see. Let's take a look to see if it is uh, CNQ. And that's Canadian Natural Resources. So I'm going to start with the weekly chart here just to take a quick look. And here we go. Um, here's the thing. Uh, we did have essentially a downward trend. It looks like it may have been broken. That's one of the first things you want to look at is on the weekly chart. You want to look at that. Um, you 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 want you want to look at that um, uh, that overall trend. It's sort of been flat. You know, it's it's sort of been flat and then it pulled it back down. This was in March and since then it's been pulling up. So uh, I do like to see the action on that. The buy point on this one on a first stage consolidation was twenty two fifty. It's a little bit extended from that, but let's see if we can find a buy point for this uh, in this yeah 2555 is is essentially the where the neckline would be and we're moved we're, we're above that so we're a bit ex, we're a little bit extended in terms of um, you know in, in in terms of it but let's let's take a look to see I do like a lot of these resources stock six out of nine so it definitely passes there it's also in um, it's about 56 percent owned by funds so that's very good because as we know, fun, it's really funds that, um, that move, move uh, stocks more than anything else. So that's the kind of, that's the kind of um, things we want to look at. So it's about, uh, let's see, 56% funds, that's good. Uh, we do have a good composite rating. Um, the composite rating is above 80, and we always want to do that. So the question is, where could you buy that? Well, to me, it, it is a little bit extended, but if it moved above the higher high, at about 27.35, that's probably where I'd like to 
like to uh, look at buying it. It's at 27.32 right now, so it's about 50 cents below that. So I wouldn't buy that until it made a higher high. That's kind of the secret here. Made a higher high, and then I think I would be in it at about where it had made its higher high at about 27.30. Currently, it is at 27.32. So you could probably buy it right now, actually. So this isn't a bad one. Um, you know, this this isn't a bad one. Let's look at the checklist once again. Um, six out of nine, so that passes there. So, yeah, I definitely I definitely see you get you know you could do it all clear on this one. If you do buy this one, make sure that you set your stop loss relatively tight. Two and a half or th or three percent below where you buy it to make sure that it's moving again to a higher level. So I definitely like this one. Thank you so much for the question. Thanks for watching. Uh, here, let's see if I can take a question from um, from TikTok here. So there we go. Uh, oh, what's the software you're using on the screen, please? Well, I use a different different pieces of software. But uh, the, 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 the software I use for my charts is called MarketSmith, and it's available from IBD, Investor Business Daily. Um, so thank you very, very much for that question. It's a very good software. It does, it does do a lot of the pattern recognition for me. Saves me a ton of time. Um, LV, uh, the question came in from Tony, GGGGG. So Tony and four Gs, no, five Gs, excuse me. Uh, wants to know about LGVW. So let's look at LGVW real quick. LGVW. Let me see if I can give you a kind of a read on this. This is long acquisition court. This is a blank check company. I don't typically recommend blank check uh, companies, and here's why. Uh, they're pools, and, and it's true. I mean, a lot of people have done very, very well with these kind of these kind of things. But here's my take on that. Uh, I don't like, I typically like to know what I'm buying before I'm buying it. So uh, I have to take a pass on, on Longview acquisition. Uh, basically, it's a blind pool where people put money and then they will go and find, um, you know, an acquisition target. And that way you, it, it cuts out time to get a stock onto, onto the exchange. Uh, so that's, it's, uh, it's, it's, they used to call these reverse mergers. And uh, but I can't really give you uh, any 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 guidance on this because it is uh, you know I don't know exactly what they're what they're invested in. So I appreciate the question, but um, and that is the chart of it. But uh, you know there's just really isn't enough there, you know, to do anything on. So thanks for the question. Um, and but uh, I can't really give you a really good answer. So I apologize for that. Uh, okay, so let's take a look at Adam. Thank you. Uh, let's, uh, your thoughts on BTC, uh, this is Bitcoin, I think, is what you're talking about. Now, I don't, you know, here's the thing about Bitcoin. Uh, I typically don't invest in Bitcoin directly. I'm not saying that's not, a, you know, it's not, uh, you, you, know, the, you know, that's just my choice because I like to be liquid in, in and out of Bitcoin. What I use for, for Bitcoin is I use the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, and I, I'll show you that in just a second. That is essentially what I use. They hold 4% of the world's Bitcoin, and, this, and the uh, symbol for it is GB, GBTC. And I have been buying this since about 18, uh, and, and this gives you an idea. This kind of, it doesn't totally correspond, you know, one for one with the, the movement of Bitcoin. Bitcoin has just been on fire, as you know. But you can see it's, it's been very, you know, but, but you can see this one's doing very well. I do believe this one uh, is, you know, potentially a very good buy because it is above, it's making a higher high. And of course, I always like to buy when things are making a higher high. As you can see, it's pulled above, essentially it's all-time high. It's all-time high was about here at $40. It's currently uh, at uh, about 44. Now, here's the thing, when you're buying them, as they're moving to their higher high, you want to buy this typically, you know, we, we want about five, you know, five percent. Let's see if I can do this. <laughs> this is not the greatest thing, but five percent. So within five percent of 40, you, it's, it's viable. So it's really... Bitcoin currently is probably viable up to about 48. It's at 44 right now. Do I think it's going to go higher? Who knows? I certainly can't tell you that. 
but I do think that there's a lot of interest in it. As you can see, it's just moved very, very quickly. Most of the, the um, you know, this is this is significant because of this high volume in here. So this is how I play Bitcoin, and I do think, you know, I do think we may even see some more activity in Bitcoin. Part of the reason is because people are getting a little bit worried about how extended a lot of things are in the economy, uh, how much, uh, you know, how much uh, um, uh, credit that's been put into the system. And, um, you know, we may have some inflation coming up here because typically uh, periods of deflation, which we've been having essentially for the last, um, oh goodness, I would say at, at least since the um, the Obama administration, beginning of the Obama administration, we've been essentially in a deflation, deflationary. Usually, what happens is at the end of those deflationary periods, we move to inflation. So I do think that you know people are getting a little concerned about this. This is one of the reasons why I'm shifting from my tech orientation, though I still you know I'm still very interested in the Nasdaq stocks, to a more of a defensive area in things like Bitcoin and potentially in uh, some of the gold miners. I don't, I'm not in the physical gold or anything like that, but I am looking very seriously at some of the gold miners because I do think coming up with all the stimulus going into the economy, there's likely to be uh, more interest in, in um, you know, people are going to, uh, you know, they've tried to prop up the value of a lot of assets um, you know, we're going to start to see the air come out of the tire probably a little bit, and a lot of people will want to preserve their their wealth. And, and one of the ways they can do that, of course, is with Bitcoin. That's the reason I use the GBTC, Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, and also with gold. But I'm particularly, I like the gold miners rather than the actual physical gold. Gold has also been moving up as well. So uh, that's just kind of my <laughs> my quick, quick take on it. Um, all right, so let's take a look at... Uh, Let's see. Okay. Uh, on your blink option today, what is your exit strategy if it falls below the um, um, uh, uh, below your premium cushion? Very good. Thank you, Mega Homes. Thank you for taking a look at my video as well. My my here's 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 what I do typically uh, on this is that I calculate and I and I you know be, I'm glad you watched this. What I do is I typically will calculate the overall uh, exit. Uh, basically based on the 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 uh, the, the premium that, that was received um, uh, my, um, minus the entry price minus about seven percent so I do put a stop loss in there but it's typically it's it's seven percent minus seven uh, percent plus whatever the the option premium was in this case it was five percent it was five dollars so it was basically a little over a twelve percent um, a 12% um, premium, you add those two together, you get about 19%. That's where you put your stop loss. If the stock falls out of the sky, you will keep your, you will keep the option more than likely, or the option will decline in price where you can buy it back. And then you want to stop out the, your, your, your asset fall at about 20%, 19 to 20% is where you want to do it. But of course, if, and, and this is getting, I'm getting kind of technical here, but of course, if uh, it uh, it moves higher than that fifty dollars on the on the 29th of January where the where the auction ex expiration date is. Then of course you're gonna you're gonna sell the underlying stock for fifty dollars a share, plus you're gonna keep that option premium. Of course if it doesn't reach that price you're gonna keep the option premium. So it sort of has a three level uh, strategy. But I typically the way I do that is I look at the option premium. Uh, you know, I convert that into you know into the um, into the percentage, and then I add to that about seven percent um, to it. So that's going to give me about the where I'm going to where I'm going to put that uh, that stop loss underneath the price. So very good. Thank you for watching that. Um, I, that was a particularly interesting interesting one because of the high. Um, you know, because because of the because of the high price of the option, I tried to take advantage of that higher priced option. But thank you very very much for that for looking. Um, thoughts on CRISPR CRSP, and this is one of the ones I like a lot because it's in the gene editing business. I uh, I do like this area. I do think this is a merging area of of interest in the market. Just like electric vehicles, I think that gene editing is one of those kind of areas that. I think a lot of uh, you know investment is being targeted too. So, CRSP is one of the best ones in that area. There's also Edit, 
and, and it's up today. <laughs> Tremendous. Uh, let's take a look at it. Let's kind of, let's start with the weekly chart first. You want to kind of start with that just to kind of get an idea of the general overall trend. And of course, the trend here is excellent. As you can see, it's just moving right up that, um, it's moving right up that 21-day exponential. That's the green line here. I don't know if you can see it. The last buy point on a cup first stage uh, was at 105. It's currently trading. CRISPR is trading for um, 195.05. So it's grading. It's considerably higher uh, than you know than it, than it's been. It's pretty far extended here. Now, can you buy it at this point? It's a little bit extended. The the really the only place probably you can buy this is on the pullback to possibly the 10 or the tw or the 21 day line. I would prefer the 21 day line. As you can see, it, it pulled up. There was some resistance here. It then pulled back, and then it moved above the resistance. So, you know, the ideal place, of course, to have bought it in the short term would have been would have been right about here, right about underneath this, about 178 or 179 would have been your ideal place, your ideal buy point. Now we're, we're above that. So we can't really buy it right now. We've got to wait possibly for it to... To, to settle down, but it, it moved above this level here, and then, and, you know, so it's moved into an area of, of low resistance. I suspect it's going to find a peak here, so it's probably going to pull back, and then once it reverses, you could probably go higher. It's got, it's, it's got some very good ratings, relative strength of 95, which is very good. Uh, the checklist is 6 out of 9, so that meets my minimum. We have increasing fund ownership. We're 310 funds. We were 299 in September. And by December, it had increased 11 more funds. So, the, the funds are looking in this, uh, looking to this in a, in a big way. Let's take, kind of take a look at sort of what funds are in there. And this is kind of a list of the funds. Boy, we have a, just a ton, ton of them. T. Rowe Price Health Services. Just a lot of really, really strong funds. So. Uh, definitely like CRISPR, and even at this price, even though it's a little bit extended, uh, you know, I think that it's viable. I wouldn't buy. I would watch this this one to see if it pulls back a little bit to this 21-day uh, line. So let me put that up again. Maybe we can. Maybe we can see that. Hopefully, there I can. Hopefully, um, let me see if I can zoom in a little bit. Oh, there we go. So let me let me zoom in. Let me zoom in a little bit. On the um, on the so let's see if I can come in there a little bit yeah so we can see that a little bit better yeah there we go yes you can see yeah there okay so yeah okay and there we go I think oh sorry about that let's see if I can move over to that well hmm. I am sorry that's going a little bit haywire so <laughs> let's see if I can oh goodness. Having having difficulties. Let's let's see if I could pan over to where we need to be. Well, it's not not panning over. Well, let me set it back to the zoom here. Uh, yeah, there we go. Hopefully that'll pull through. Uh, there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well. Oh goodness. I can move over. Up oh, there we go. Let me just move over. I, I hadn't. It was a little bit hard to see on the screen, but I kind of want to show you this. Yeah, there we go. So as you can see, it um, it it hit resistance right here at about 163.56 here, and then it it consolidated. Here and then it's moved above that. So, can you buy it at this level? Well, you can, but you're going to have to be willing to, uh, you know, willing to, 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 you know, it's a little bit, it's a little bit extended. Where you probably want to buy it, if you can, if it pulls back to about this 176 level, that might be a pl place where you could buy it. 179 is where it is now. So, I kind of, I, I don't think you could buy it right at this moment. I think you want to. Uh, want, want it to pull back a little bit once it gets the t to about this top of this resistance here, then I think you might want to go, might want to to be in it there about 176. Um, it it tends to be a very good stock. Let's kind of look at and, and then we looked at some of the other, you know we we look at we look at some of the other things here. 
on it. So let's kind of go through the, um, yeah, there we go, okay. So let's kind of go through it in terms of, you know, let me open the window here. Okay, come on, there we go. Oops, yeah, <laughs> there we go. Uh, you know, again, the checklist is six out of nine, liking that. And of course the funds, very nice funds there. And of course the industry, 67, 197, 67 and 197, so it's in the top 60%. So basically, here's what I would do with CRISPR. This is, this is a, um, this is, this is a watch list until it pulls back to about that 176 level. And then if it, if it pulls back to there and then reverses, then it might give you an opportunity. You don't want to buy it right, right away because it is a little bit extended and it can pull back on you. So there you go. All right. Let's look at the, at a buy point for Tesla. And I'm just going to see if I can give you, uh, something here with Tesla. So let's pull up the chart for Tesla. And I'm going to pull up the daily chart. Normally I would pull up the weekly chart first, but in this case I'm going to pull up the, the daily chart uh, first here and so to look for a good buy point on this. So let me zoom in a little bit and uh, see if we can... There we go. Alright, so hopefully this will give us... There we go. Okay. Takes a second for it to kind of actuate here. There we go. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. All right. As you can see, we. Oh. <laughs> well, I thought it would be quicker. I'm going to have to just put the numbers in. Yeah, there we go. All right. So here we are basically with, um, you know, with a buy point on, on Tesla. The last real kind of it wasn't really a buy point as such, but it was, it was sort of there would, would have been right about here. Okay, and then it's extended beyond that. Oh, goodness gracious, hold on. Pull that over, yeah. Um, so that level, put the level on, would have been about 691. So when it moved, basically, and this is what I was indicating before, uh, if you've watched some of my shows, if it, it moved above about um, six. Once it once it moved above about 700, that's when it really started to um, to move. Now, can is there a buy point here? Not really. Uh, what 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 there is is there's an intermediate point of resistance, which is right about here, as you can see these two bars here, and that is going to be right at about um, uh, right you know right about. Let's see if it gives me an exact number there. Let's see if it does. Okay, this is going to be this is 800 here. This bar here. So let's see if I can give you. Oh goodness, goodness! So here we go. Um, so, yeah. So the last kind of movement up it went was was through this about seven seventy four number. Now this is where I would recommend if you bought it. This is kind of where I would recommend you putting your stop loss. Would be right at about this bar here at the top of this bar and about um, at about seven seventy four or seven seventy five. That's where I'm going to put my stop loss tonight. But I need to see this thing pull back. It probably will pull back and test the 800 mark here. So there really isn't a good buy point on this one. I want to see this thing pull back. I, I, I think it's a little extended. Let's see if we get two bars like, like we got here. And if we do, then, then it's, it, it's, it's showing a little bit of, a little bit of resistance, a, a, a little bit of a floor there. But right now it's extended. It's extended really from about 742 up. So the box here is from about 742 up to maybe about 815. That's kind of where I'm seeing it, uh, at least currently. So uh, no real good buy point right now. So we kind of have to unfortunately wait again, uh, you know, until we can in, until we can get another opportunity to, um, you know, to uh, to move it to move into it. But so I would recommend watch listing this, let it settle a little bit, maybe at 800. If it moves at about eight. 800 to 805 settles there. I think then you can have a good good buy point. But right now it's a little bit extended. Uh, you want to if you if you're in it if you're in it from about uh, 742, which is kind of what I was talking about earlier in some of my earlier videos. Um, you want to continue to push up your stop loss. Right now I would put the stop loss at, at about 775, uh, and let's see if we, let's see if we get a little bit of support at about the 800 level. So that's kind of where I'm looking for it to be right now.
So pretty exciting. Uh, let's see, this is what's software. Okay. Uh, all righty. Um, PaySpeak share. Oh, hey, thank you, Ben. Thank you for selling the live video there. I appreciate it very, very much uh, for taking a look on TikTok. And by the way, we are simulcasting on um, on YouTube if you're interested in looking at the charts. One of these days I'm going to figure out how to do the charts on, on TikTok. I haven't quite figured it out yet. Uh, I'm going to get in close. Let's look at Riot Blockchain. This is another one that I was talking about. I do think this is a very interesting stock because I think increasingly the you know in the cryptocurrency world I think that this is going to be you know blockchain is going to be a big deal and it's up today wow look at that it's up Whew, that is unbelievable let's just take a look and I'm just going to see if there's a place to buy this thing I was going to buy this thing yesterday and I didn't you know put everything in um, you know but yesterday is like you know tomorrow and whatever it is it's a little bit it's a little bit uh, frothy for me right now. Let's look at the weekly chart. Let's see if we have, yeah, okay. So we're, interestingly enough, we are coming up to essentially essentially a buy point, which would be about 34. So we possibly could start moving into this. Now, would I move into it at this level? Uh, no, I would rate to pull back to about 20. That's where I would technically probably look for it. The, the last true buy point on this one was back a first stage cup. It was about 331. So that doesn't really count for much. But uh, we've got a 99 relative strength, and we have very strong buying activity going on. And it looks like we're going to have some sales growth here, too. So this is all looking very good. Now, where would I buy this? I think I want to see this pull back a little bit and then reverse. And then if it pulls back and reverses, I might be in it uh, at about 20. I don't know. Now, when I say in it at about 20, I say, well, why wouldn't you just put it in order, and if it comes down to 20, buy it? Well, I don't want to do it that way. And the reason I don't want to do it that way is because as it's moving down, it may continue down further. So what I want to do is I want to wait for it possibly to pull back to 20. I want to get an alert on that. And then if I alert at that level, then I want to put a buy stop limit order on it so that if it starts to move higher again, that's where I'll buy it. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to see if I can put an alert on this price. So let's go here to 20 and I'm going to put a set an alert and the alert I'm going to set is right now uh, at $20 a share. So that's what I'm going to do. So hopefully that will go off and I will find that out. But can we buy it right at this level? I wouldn't do this right now. It's a little extended. Let's see what's happening. Uh, you know, it's way up here at 22. Let's see if it comes back down to this level of support right about here, about 1920, and then reverses. And if it does that, if it comes up and it pulls back, then I think we can do it. But we may not get a chance for that. So let's kind of look at the channel here. So, you know, I just, I, I, you know, you could buy it at this level. I think it's a little bit extended. I want to see it pull back a little bit. Let's see what happens tomorrow. But there's been some very good... Uh, volume on it, so people are definitely discovering this one. It's a little bit, it's a little bit higher risk because it's not as large of a float on this one. So you've got to be a little bit, a little bit careful. But I do think above about um, <coughs> about twenty is where you want to buy it. Currently, it's at twenty two um, seventy two. So I, you know, let's see if it, let's see if it holds the twenty dollar mark. You know, uh, this week, and if it does, and then it starts going higher, that's when you want to buy it as it's moving higher. So I definitely like Riot uh, on the blockchain. So let's look at GBTC. Now, GBTC, I, I have recommended this on. I have this in the small portfolio as well. This one is sort of a proxy for Bitcoin. Uh, it's kind of an easy way to own Bitcoin. And that is that it basically, this GBTC, this Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, holds about 4% of the world's Bitcoin. So currently, uh, this has just been a rocket ship as there's been uncertainty in the financial markets. This is an inflation hedge. I do think that this market is saying that people are getting a little bit concerned about these asset valuations. And they're thinking there may be some inflation coming on. Who knows what's going to happen? But stuff is moving into Bitcoin. This 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 trades in sympathy with Bitcoin. So where can we where can we buy this? Well, let's look at the checklist. Now the checklist is it's six out of nine, which is good by the way, 
Now, this is an ETF and not a stock, so it's a little bit different. Normally, when I, when I do the smell test, I want to see six out of nine or better, and this is definitely, uh, on a stock. On an ETF, I'm willing to accept a little bit lower because it, it ha it, it, it's a little bit different. Now, on this one, though, six out of nine, we're, we're looking good on that. Um, we, don't, we aren't really concerned with ownership of funds in the Bitcoin Trust because it is a fund, <laughs> and it holds Bitcoin as opposed to securities. So um, that looks, indeed, fairly, fairly good. Um, even, even, even that said, there are some funds, believe it or not, that do hold it. These are ETF funds, funds of funds, as they call them, about 7%. But that's not, that's not as important here. So let's look at a number of other, um, uh, other things here. Let's look at a place that we possibly could buy this. I'm going to look at the weekly chart here to see. You know, it, the thing is, we've exceeded the all-time high at about 38. So it is, you know, up to, about, up to about 44, I think we can buy this. Now, I think it's going to pull back a little bit. It's currently at 45. I do think we're, we're good to go in this zone here. From about here to here, we can we probably can buy this. Um, we 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 can we can probably buy this above this. It's just it's just way too far extended. So that's kind of the area that I think we could could possibly add. I've been adding to my positions, uh, you know, here basically at uh, I you know I I started at uh, 18, and then I and then I went back in at at, at about 25, and then I and then I've gone in at 34. I'm a little bit extended here. I want to kind of see if it pulls back a little bit before I'm buying it. But I do think long term, at least, well, in the midterm, I think that GBTC is probably going to go higher. It's, it's probably going to go higher. So thank you for that question very much. When or how to sell Tesla? Good question. Here's what you want to do when you're, when you're looking at a stock like Tesla. As it moves higher, you want to push your stop loss up, keeping your stop loss fairly tight, maybe two and a half percent or three percent below the, the 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 close the night before. When it pulls back, you will be sold out. But if there's a big pullback, you're going to preserve your profits. You don't want to round trip these because the thing about Tesla is it's very volatile, um, and I and I'm very con I'm convinced that we will get another opportunity for it to move back to move back in it. So. That's one of the things you want to want to do when it's, when it's moving up like this. You want to push your you, you want to continuously push your stop loss up. So let's take a look again at the Tesla chart. TSLA, of course, is the symbol for Tesla Motors. And um, let's see if I can kind of give you you know my strategy. This is probably this you know this is the strategy I'm going to be using. Now I'm on the weekly chart here, so I'm going to put that up here, and basically. You know, again, we we've pulled right about to the 800, about to this to this 800 level, okay, and right now it's trading at. Let's see, is it trading? Yeah, wow, it's up 110 dollars today. It, it it looks like it, it looks like it may go on a tear, up to about 850. I don't know where the top is going to be, <coughs> but I'm going to be pushing my stop loss up. So basically, what I'm going to do as it moves higher, I'm going to push my stop loss up so that. Eventually, when it does pull back, I will be sold out at the at the high price. Now, what will happen is it'll pull back, and then and then as it comes back around and starts to move back up again, I'll do a buy stop limit order at the price that I was sold out at. So I'll continue can, can continue up this way. We can capture the profit, and then we can continue the upward movement. I do believe that Tesla will move higher, and it may you know. By the first quarter, it may be over a thousand dollars. I don't know. I can't tell you, but I do think that you know. Over if 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 Tesla holds over eight hundred, um, you know, for the next two or three days, it's probably going to go higher. So we'll we'll see about that. But what you want to do with this is you want to protect your gains by pushing up that stop loss as it moves higher. So very good way to make money there. Um, Let's see. Um, hi, Jim. Thoughts on Apple? It seems to bounce back. Here's the thing. I was sold out of Apple. Um, you know, I was sold out, uh, out of Apple because I had a stop loss. I'm, you know, again, I'm never, I'm never willing to let a stock go down more than about 7% because that's the maximum loss I ever want to take. And the reason is because I always want to preserve my capital for a better time 
uh, you know, for, for a better time. Uh, to Apple is incredibly widely held stock. And it does appear that it has bounced, but you know, unfortunately, and I got caught up in this too because I put because I because I, I put it out that you know that I was buying Apple. And I did have three three full positions in it. I did sell out though when it retreated. It still seems to be in a downward trend now. If 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 it if it if it's able to move higher than one thirty seven. 98 then I think we could we could see a potential uh, reversal of the trend but right now it's forming a handle and typically what will happen is the handle will form and then eventually it will probably bounce right about here at the 40-day line and what will happen is it'll reverse and then you know that's when you want to start buying it is when it's pulled back it's reversed off of that 40-day line then I then I, I do believe it's going up I do believe that Apple is going up, but right now you don't want to hold it through the pullback because that can be very, very costly. So if you're down more than 7%, I recommend selling it and waiting until it reverses. I do believe it's going to pull back to about that 40-day line, which is about 120, and then hopefully it will make a, uh, a movement higher. Now, can, can I tell the exact length of that handle? Absolutely not, but this is typically how stocks move when they, when they are basing. What I mean by basing is consolidating, getting ready to go to a higher level. There's a cup that's formed, as you can see here, uh, and, and basically the, the neckline of this cup is 137.08, and this is Apple. It, it went up to the neckline, which is the line of resistance. It then encountered too much resistance, basically too many people who were willing to sell at that 137.98 level. So therefore, it retreated. So people, could, so, so people started bidding lower, which they did, and people were still willing to sell. But now it's hit the 21-day line. This is this green line here, and people are saying, "No, we're not going to sell to you that cheap. We're going to hold on to it." These are what they call the strong hands, and it has it has moved up. So the question is, how far will it move up? Well, if it starts to move back up to the to to the the 137.98 line, then and it passes it, then we can we can say that you know people aren't willing to sell at the lower price, but they are right now. So it is going to continue down in this trend until it it, it meets some resistance. Now it looks as if it's going to bounce off this 21-day line. This is this green line. Now why do I spend so much time on these lines? Well, typically about 80% of all the stocks shares are traded programmatically. So if if the program see that that it's approaching that 21-day line, it will either buy or sell it at that line. So these are typically decision points that are made by programmatic trading, and about 80% of all shares are traded programmatically. So that's why we have to be very concerned about these these lines. It will come down to the, if it comes down to these line, what will happen is it'll either bounce off of it or it'll move through it. So it's, you basically have two options. I, it's looking like it's bouncing here. So it may it may pull higher, but I can't really be sure until it gets up to this 137.98. You always probably want to buy as on a higher high. So it's a long, long, long explanation about um, the chart of, of Apple. But I sold out because it wasn't behaving. I thought it was going to be able to break through that 137. It didn't. When it didn't break through it and went lower, I sold out. I'm waiting for another opportunity. I may be a buyer if it moves above 137.98, which, the, the, which is the buy point or the resistance. So thank you for, for bearing with me on that, on that long explanation. All right, uh, trying, to get out, uh, trying to get out of cash right now. Should I buy more Square? I'm in at 221. Thanks, Keon. Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting. I was in cash. I'm still, I still have cash uh, uh, as well. I'm, I'm um, you know... Uh, let's see, Square. Uh, I, I'm still in cash as well. I am a little bit leery right now um, on some of the techs because I do think we're seeing a rotation. Now, we may get rotated right back into the techs, but it looks as if, based on gold and based on Bitcoin, it looks as if the market is expecting some, some inflation. Inflation is bad for growth stocks because people will move to other things like Bitcoin and gold and that kind of thing if they can get return in it. Uh, so I do think we're going to see a little bit of a cooling 
in some of the growth stock areas. So the you know, but the you know, but the QQQ, which is the Nasdaq 100, is up today. So that's what you really have to look at. But I do think that there's a movement from the QQQ, which is the particularly the growth stocks, into the more Dow-oriented stocks. Those are the cyclical stocks, the industrial stocks, the ones that move, that that benefit from a rotation. I do think we're in a rotation. So that's one. Of the, long story short, that's the thing about Square right now. I like Square, but uh, I just think that we have to be careful, a little bit more careful, with the techs right now because they're a little bit, they're they're a little bit uh, overextended. I'm not I'm not out, I'm not against techs at all. Believe me, I'm for them. But I do think there's going to be pullback, and the reason I'm saying this is because a lot of the big cap techs, uh, Microsoft, Apple, uh, even e- e- even Google and Amazon, have been pulling back. Therefore, that's a rotation out of that part of the market and more into the cyclical market. So, long story short. You've got to be a little bit more careful buying the text than, than we when we did a few months ago when basically you could throw a dart into the you know a monkey could throw a dart into the board and we got a good return. <laughs> so, uh, but that said, Square is is excellent. Ninety five relative strength. Uh, it's got a um, you know very excellent funds are in it. I mean fidelity contra fund in it. It's got a hundred percent checklist. So you know I mean in terms of you know in terms of the good housing you seek seal of approval, it's all there with Square. The question is, can you add to it at this point? I would add to it again uh, if I was in Square, and I, this isn't. Uh, but I would add to add to it if it moved above this higher high at four at two forty three thirty eight. Currently, it's at two thirty nine. So I would be I would be wanting to buy this one probably at about uh, two forty three fifty is where I would want to um, basically add to my position. Now, currently you're in at 221, which is basically, let's take a look. Okay, so that you did you very well. Okay, so so yeah, you, you moved off the, you, you, is, it, is it moved above the 10-day line? That's where you bought. That's very good. Okay, so you, you bought there. That's good. And then it's moved higher. Now, the question is, where is it going to see resistance? I believe, and let's draw the channel lines here, I believe that we're going to see resistance probably, um, you know, we, we probably may see resistance as high as, you know, maybe 255. So this isn't necessarily a bad place to buy it. I would be more comfortable in buying it at 243.50. Um, That's I would, as it moved beyond that higher high. That's where I'd be more most comfortable in buying it. But let's look at the weekly chart because that's going to give us, yeah, okay, so we're, we're at higher highs. There's not really an ideal place to, to buy this. The ideal place, of course, to buy it is right. It's going to be on. Um, is is going to be on the neckline of a you know cup cup with handle formation. And that was here, and that basically that number. Oops. Let's see if we can get that number for you. Is uh, let's, come on, give me give me that number. There we go. Well, goodness, did it? Okay, is about 82. So we're well extended above that. So there's not really a, a, a formation that we could buy off like that. So we have to buy off of a, um, you know, buy off of a pullback to the 21-day line. That's the green line here. So let's look at that. So that so the ideal buy point, at least, uh, at least in the last few days, would have been about 221. So you bought it absolutely right, by the way, <laughs> at 221. Uh, that is an excellent buy. You bought it as it bounced off of that 21-day line. Now. Um, you know, I would only like to. I would buy it above 243, but I would wait, probably until it it, it, it peaked out, which I think is going to be about 255, and then reverses again, and then bounces, probably off of the 10-day or the 21-day line. So, long story short, would I add to it? I would add to it if it went above 243.50. That's basically where I would add to it. But Square is excellent, and it's got an excellent chart on it, and. Um, so, yeah, you're doing very well with Square. All right, so let's take a look at, uh, okay, yeah, great. Uh, the same uh, for parts uh, above $14 now. Let's look at parts. Parts might give us a better opportunity. And I do think parts.com is a good stock because I do think that, you know, when the economy reopens, people are going to have to fix their cars. And, and parts.com is a great way to do it. I've actually ordered parts for my car. <laughs> through them. You know, you just put it in, you, you look it up online, and they send it right out to you. So it's a very nice thing there. It's, uh, it's currently at 1412. Okay, so that's that's key. That's interesting. 
it looks as if the buy point on this one, coupled handle, was 1490. So we're right below the pivot on parts.com. Thank you very much for for indicating this. I'm going to show you this on the chart, and hopefully I can blow it up a little bit for you so that you can see it. Um, here we go. So let me go ahead and see if I can give you a little bit more. Let's let's zoom in there a little bit, 200%. Let's see if that'll let me do it. Okay. There we go. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> now hopefully, oh, it takes a second for it to refresh here. Oops. Yeah, it takes a second for it to refresh on my screen, so that's the reason why I'm... This is right now, as you can see, it, this was the cup formation here. This is where the cup with, this is where the cup with handle formation is, and the pivot on it is, is 1490. The ideal place to buy parts.com in this scenario is as it's going 10 cents above this level. So the ideal place to buy parts.com, PRTS, is at $15, okay? That's going to that's gonna be where it is. And you can see this. I don't know if you can kite see this, but there's a pivot here. It says pivot. And then if you look really carefully, and I don't know if you can see this on the screen. It's really hard to see. But there's a little blue band, and that's the, the buy point at about uh, $14.90, up 5% above that. So here's, what, here's, here's, where, here's the ideal place to buy it. You want to buy it as it penetrates the new, uh, the, the, the new cup with handle neckline and that's going to be at $15. So you want to use a buy stop limit order 10 cents above where the pivot is. The pivot is at $14.90. You add 10 cents to that, you get $15. So you want to buy it as it's moving above $15 for that. So that may be a, potentially a very good opportunity to buy um, to, to, to buy parts. So let's. I just want to take a few more things here. Let's kind of look at that to see if um, you know that could give us the kind of chart that we want to see so take a second here yeah there we go okay there we go okay we should be back now because I have to wait for it to, to kind of readjust but you know it's a little bit of a lag here on this video but we're, we're looking very good on parts.com 98 relative strength liking that and let's get at the smell test seven out of nine boy that's good uh, good ownership on funds. It's, this is a smaller stock. This isn't, you know, this is not a huge stock, but 210 funds are in this one. So very good in terms of that. Um, you know, it's definitely very viable above about the $15 uh, level. There's been some consolidation here. I want to see it return to that upward trend. Once that happens, I think we're really good. So let's look at a few other aspects of this. Very nice sales growth, liking that. Definitely, uh, definitely a plus with funds that are in it. 99% of the people that own this are funds, so that is a very good sign, as well. We want we want lots of funds because those are the things that push stocks higher. So that is my take on um, on Parts.com. I think you have a very good uh, you know very good potential there with that one. All right, so let's see if I can take the next question. Um, do you think with Biden coming in that it'll be good to buy a small um, buy a small position now? Hmm. MAXR. Let me look at MAXR. I don't know that stock. MAXR. I think you know it's it's you can time some of these on Maxar Technologies. Hmm. Okay, this is aerospace and defense. You know, I do think you're thinking correct here uh, because I do believe that we're likely to see increased um, uh, activity in some of the defense contractors with Biden coming in because, um, you know, Biden is a globalist and t Trump was, a, was an isolationist. Trump tried to stay out of wars and I'm afraid a lot of people around Biden want to probably, you know, get involved in some of them. So I think the defense contractors probably will be a better bet uh, going forward than they have been under the Trump years. They haven't done as well under the Trump years, but I do think under Biden, they're likely to do better just because of the way, you know, the sort of the governing philosophy. Um, that said, uh, you know, we have we have some pretty good uh, action here. Let's see if we can, um, you know, see if I can find anything, anything here. It's got a 94 relative strength. That is very good. Uh, let's see if Let's just let's just look at the kind of the smell test on it. Seventy-seven definitely passes on, on for me there. Uh, we have increasing fund ownership. Always like to see that. 
Uh, so this is all very, very good. Let's. I want to kind of look at to see if the rank here is in this. Uh, what I'm doing here is I'm just kind of seeing. So 89 out of 197. So that's very good as well. So I mean, this is uh, you know this is definitely a you know in the aerospace group. Let's you know is an aerospace defense group. So you know I think that you could possibly make some pilot buys here. Let's see if. I can come up with uh, MAXR. Let me let me see if I can come up with some some of some of the competitors MAXR to see if this is indeed the best of the breed or you know um, you know or, or or you know or what we you know what what is a good way to go there. So let's let's kind of take a quick look to see if I can find um, information on this for you in terms of the group that it's in. M-A-X-R and yeah, Maxer Technologies and what I'm going to do is I'm just going to bring this up on the screen. It's 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 relatively good in the defense group. Um, it's number 11 out and number, but number one is this SIF, which I don't know what that is. So let's take a look to see kind of what's number one in the group. Um, SIF. Uh, let's take a look. Yeah, there we go. Um, hmm, interesting. This is very interesting. Okay, so basically, um, okay, for the aerospace and energy markets, huh, interesting. Uh, boy, this is 99. I think this is, you know, this is kind of a little bit too cheap for me, but this is one I think that you might want to consider as opposed to MAXR is uh, SIFCO. Let me just take a look at the characteristics for this. Everything looks very good on it. Uh, it. Has earnings coming up on the 18th of February. Announces fourth. Okay, so they're looking really pretty good. Let's see. Uh, this is one you might want to consider, as opposed to the one you recommended. Let's look at SIF on our other charts here. So SIF, and this is this is this is the kind of the competitor to MAXR uh, that I want to kind of show you. Yeah, I like this one better. Uh, it's 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 the best of the breed in the group, 94 relative strength, strong buying, mm -hmm. and of course the price is you know is is this Maxar. Let's look at SIF, SIF. All right, there we go. This is one I know this is a little bit more speculative, but you might want to consider this one. This is an interesting weekly chart here. It's uh, trading right now at about. Um, $8.95. This is not a stock that I know much about, to be honest with you, but I'm seeing some good buying activity. It's a little bit thin, I believe. It has no... Okay, so sponsorship rating. So it's got 25% funds in it, in the management. Okay, so this is looking actually very good. We have 36 in it. So is there a place to buy this thing? Let's look at the checklist. 66, that's good enough. So you might want to think about this one, putting this one on your watch list, symbol SIF, well, that might make some sense as well. So there you go. Interesting. Uh, it's, it's you know, uh, I do think the aerospace, I think there is going to be uh, more investment in the aerospace area. And aerospace and events can be good under a globalist president because they tend to have a lot of um, actions in countries. Um, so that might not be a bad idea. Anyways, uh, okay, so let's take the, this is probably the last question because it's coming up on time. N-V-E-E -E and B-O-O-M. Let's let me see if I can go with just one of these. I know I, I'm gonna, I appreciate you uh, giving me this. N-V-E-E. -E. Let's take a look to see. N-V-5. I don't know this company. This is very interesting. Um, okay, wow, look at this. Nice. 85. What does this company do? I have no idea. <coughs> so let's kind of give it the smell test to see. Oh, 8 out of 9. Very good. Uh, fund ownership is increasing. Very nice. Industry. One this, is a, this is a concern. 137 out of 197. We want to be in the top 60% if we can be in that. So I'm looking to see here um, okay, so this is really in, what does this company do? Okay, it's 85 relative strength. Um, 
Okay, it's Commercial Services Consulting. You know what? I think I would probably watch this one. I wouldn't probably buy this one based on the chart. I think there's better charts out there that you can look at. Let's look at Boom. B-O-O-M. Let's take a quick look at that one. Um, this one has similar... Uh, this has a similar chart. Um, yeah, but it's declining sales. You know what? I don't like either of these, unfortunately. 84 on that. Let's look at the smell test. Okay, we've got a 60. Okay, so it, it's, it's acceptable. It's viable. But I just, I'm not, I think there's other ones out there that possibly would give you a better bang for the buck, really. I want to see things that are making a higher high. This is not quite there yet. So on both of these, I would have to say, I would have to say I probably wouldn't be in these. Uh, but I appreciate, thank you for asking. I appreciate it. Probably wouldn't be in either of those. So, um, you know, the part of the part of the thing in finding good stocks is, is going through and, and, and sort of eliminating stocks, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do here, eliminating stocks so that uh, you get the very best ones that you're going to give the very best chances on. Okay, so let's see. Um, where can I buy stocks safely? Well, um, it here's the thing. I always like to buy stocks, and this is a question from TikTok. I, I'll... Um, Show you this on real, uh, real quick here. Well, uh, this is a, this is a, this is a question from this is a question from TikTok, and um, basically, uh, you know what it is is that, uh, you know, basically, um, uh, you know, you can you can buy stocks safely by doing a few things. First of all, you always want to look at the chart. You want to look at that weekly chart to see if on the weekly chart, there it is moving uh, upward. So we always want to, the first thing you want to do whenever you look at a chart is look to see the general overall direction. So let's take a look at a, at a stock that uh, let's look at let's let's look at a stock like um, like uh, let's look at Target. TGT is the symbol for Target. Now, if we to when we start looking at a chart, first thing we want to do is we want to look at that overall chart. We want to start with that weekly. And we want to see kind of what is the general direction. Well, I'm interested in this. Why? Because the general direction is up. It's going from low to high. Okay. So that's the first test that I that, that I that I do on a stock. I like to see what is the general overall direction. Then the next check that I do is using the software that I have. I check to see are funds in buying in this. Now in fund ownership, you see there's increasing fund ownership. It's because funds are the things that push stocks up, not individual investors, unfortunately. Uh, Target is 39% owned by funds, so that's a very good thing, too. And then I have a proprietary checklist that I go over, and I look at this every time. This is the William O'Neill checklist, by the way. And basically, it fails only in one area, and that's the relative strength. Is it over 80? I typically like to buy stocks that are 80 or better, but look with Target. It's 79, so it's almost there. So... This meets all the criteria. So now I can put this in my watch list. Once I put it in my watch list, I'm looking to see where can I buy this? Where can I enter this? Because just because it's on the watch list doesn't mean I'm going to buy it. I want to buy it at a higher high or coming off of a base pattern. As you can see, uh, there was a consolidation of a flat base at 156. Currently, Target is selling for 191. Well, where would I would I have bought this in in the short term? Well, I would have liked to have bought it right at about when it went above 181. As you can see, it went up to a level, it got resistance, and then it retraced back. These are people that are weaker that are selling out. They're willing to sell for a lower price. And then when it gets down to this 29-day line, those sellers to say, I'm not going to sell for that price. You've got to pay me more. And then it starts going back up. And so then when it breaks through this resistance here, I want to buy it right at about here because now it's confirmed that it's moving up. I also want to look at the volume. That's these little blue balls down here. This red line across, this is the average volume, but this is not a linear chart. This is an exponential chart. So the fact that it just comes up to this level means there's tremendous volume. So where do I want to buy this? So first, the first step is to look to see how the trend, what's the general trend in the chart? You use the weekly chart to do that. And if there's an upward trend, then you can go to uh, this, the second smell test. Then you look, I look at the checklist to see, does it have six out of nine 
criteria. If it's better than six out of nine, 66 percent are better, then I consider that that's a check for me. Then I also look to see how are the funds moving into it. Well, in the case with Target, the funds are moving into it. So that's a checklist. And then I also look at the group. There's 197 sectors. I look at the group to make sure that it's high, that it's in the top 60%. So I'm really interested in the top, uh, the, the top about 120 sectors of the economy. I'm not in, in, interested in the lower sectors just because the movement of the capital is away from that area. So that's what I look at next. Then I go to the daily chart to see if there's a place that I can buy it. And I like to buy it on a higher high. And in this case with Target, in the last on the daily chart in the last about week or two, the, the, it, it reached this peak of 181 and then it retreated and then it came back up. And then as it's going up, that's where I want to buy it. As it's moving higher, then it's highest high. So would I buy Target? Well, my rule of thumb is that I want to buy that from the kind of that higher high plus about 5%. But I don't want to buy it higher than that because it can pull back. So that's kind of confusing. I have videos on this on my YouTube channel, and I'm going to try to flesh this out a little bit more, but how to buy on higher highs. So that's how you can safely buy stocks. Long story. Now, um, I've come to the end of the day today. It's, uh, I've run a little bit over it. Thank you so much for watching my channel. I'm going to try to do a, a market update every morning uh, at, at about 10 o'clock kind of and what stocks I'm looking at on the day and what, how I'm trading. I did one this morning on blink charging, how I, how, how, how I did that transaction. On, I'm going to try to do these hopefully every day. I may not get around to everything just because of the volume of things that are going on, but um, to give you that. Also, I have another great resource and that is, um, you know, that, that is Dallas Trading Floor um, um, uh, subscription. And you can, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash floor. And But I also have action trade alerts that are available. And you, you need to go to the website for that. It's www.dallastradingfloor.com if you're looking on YouTube. And if you're looking on TikTok, it's even easier. Just go to my profile, hit the link, and you'll be taken right to a, a menu where you can just, you can just uh, sign up for the action trade alerts. I need the first and last name plus your email address and of course it's all free and you know if you don't want to subscribe uh, at any time that's that's okay too but what the, what I do here is I um, I give you sort of some action trailers sort of how I'm planning to trade the market as well so um, I will be back tomorrow at 2:30 central thank you so much for taking time out of your busy busy schedule to watch and uh, happy trading <music>